0: Hello, internet. This is you and Spence, and yes, the insight calling. Let's all book Benidorm. Coming up, Spain's selection grows. Israel's selection has already been made, and let's go to South America. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome. Another two weeks in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest of Junior Eurovision and Eurovision Song Contest Latin America. That's why we've got a trip to Benidorms in our head, we've got a trip down to South America, wherever it's going to be in our head. So let's just start right there, because following this year's American Song Contest, there was the announcement of Eurovision Canada. Now we have, from the same team, the Eurovision Song Contest Latin America. Details are our sparse just now. Impressive numbers are out in the press release and potential audiences and broadcasters, da 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 da. But which broadcasters are entering, location, dates, all of that is going to be coming up in the future. But what we do know now is that we are sharing more Eurovision around the world and how lovely that is. Part of me is also thinking. We could end up with some sort of World Series by the time we get to 2027, if all of these new versions keep cropping up. So, long-term plans uh, coming up in there. Uh, In terms of plans for next year, as always, there's a lot of speculation about host cities. Well, host countries, actually, first of all, because we don't have any confirmation, just... There are discussions between the BBC and the EBU, and that's about as far as we've got with that one. Speculation abounds, though, in that delightful vacuum. We welcome Bristol into the bidding process for the bid that hasn't even processed yet from the BBC. Uh, Newcastle's going in there as well, so there's a lot of people might be jumping the gun, might already be just working the paperwork just in case. Anyway, there's lots of hot ticks. Enjoy them. It's the summer. It keeps things ticking over. I actually just did want to heads up to one thing that still follows on from the 2022 contest, and that's Rosa Lynn. If we're looking for an under-the-radar success from Turin, then rosalyn i think is going to be it we mentioned in the last news pod how she's staying high in the spotify viral charts in the global 200s and that is continuing uh, the song snap is up to 23 million streams having played and there's a huge focus here in the u.s market through the likes of tiktok and social media as well as that initial kick from eurovision that's a, a well-worn path duncan lawrence took that route with arcade as well, the song is even still sitting there in the UK singles charts. Only the UK Sam Ryder is also in there from the 2022 contingent. And uh, Rosalind's up like to number 43 as we record this, so not that far out of the big top 40. See, you can find success even if you don't win. It goes for Sam as well. It goes for all the contestants. It goes for all the performers It goes for all the singers in the national final. All success. All fun. All the songs. <laughs> Speaking of songs, so well, we don't have any songs. We do have another country who has confirmed they are entering the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, technically speaking, it's the broadcaster. It's that grey area. So, uh, joining uh, all the countries that we've previously announced, I'm not ready in the mood to wrap them just yet. Switzerland is in the mix as well. Of course, there's no need to publicly declare from a broadcaster. They just need to get their forms into the EBU, and there will be an official announcement probably early November-ish if we keep to a similar schedule of everybody's coming in but at the moment we don't have any withdrawals or anything we're probably still going to be looking at around about the 40 mark in terms of junior revision uh we've got one more addition there as well Albania's RTSH has confirmed attendance to the contest there as well in terms of uh Songs and performers. We have our first name for Eurovision 2023, and it comes from Israel. Uh, they're running an internal selection this year, and the performer Noah Karel has been selected as the singer from the broadcaster. Now, there's a long list of 78 performers, uh, and we do have someone who's got a lot of experience in her career as well. Multiple roles on television, uh, talent shows in terms of the judging side of things, number of film appearances, uh, several wins at the MTV Europe Music Awards for Best Israeli Act. No word yet on the song selection, but we do have our first name, in the call, it is quite an early announcement, but we don't think it's the er- well. We know it's not the earliest, but we're not sure how early we actually have. The best we can find is for the 2014 contest. San Marino's Valentina Manetta uh, was announced on 19th of June 2013. Um, lena you could argue because at the winners press conference in 2010 it was lena will represent germany on home soil in 2011 but that wasn't confirmed until late june so depending on how official you want to make it and let's make it official can we do better than valentina mineta as an early announcement let us know comments, social media direct email all of that OK, a little bit of news from the various countries and broadcasters. Let's start with two from Junior Eurovision. News in the public selection for Armenia, the defending champions and host country for the 2022 contest, have been published. Entries are going to be accepted up until August the 1st, at which point the performers will be asked for two live covers. Candidates who go through that will go forward to a second round where a winner will be chosen. And whoever is the winner will then have a song composed specifically for them. And what else? Netherlands, the weekly release of the four songs heading to Junior Song Festival. It's the Dutch selection for Junior Revision. Um, Well... We now have three of those songs that have been released weekly. Uh, For the first uh, song, which we covered back in the last news pod, that was Infinity's song, Never Ever. Joining that now on the Song Festival and YouTube channel, we have Mixed Ups, It Doesn't Matter, uh, and Luna's La Festa, Just One To Go. We'll hear that next week. In terms of the adult contest, our report's coming in from Cyprus that their move to a national final has been pushed back a year to 2024, so it's going to be an internal selection again for 2023. We'll keep an eye out on that one for the next few months. Uh, And it's also worth reminding our new listeners that there's no prescribed way of choosing an act or a song the song contest the EBU does suggest that it might be a nice idea possibly to maybe have a public selection that helps engagement gives you more public service broadcasting more events on TV but of course circumstances uh, between broadcasters budgets they, they, they change on a year to year basis so some of them are very well established. Melody Festival is a good example. Some of them are just starting out or coming back again, like Benidorm Fest uh, with Spain. And some of them are just always there and maybe decide who's going to win in the case of San Remo. Looking back at those last two, we have news from San Remo, first of all. Uh, those fans uh, in the audience are going to love this one Uh, the surprise third place from Sanremo 2022 was Gianni Morandi he's hosted before back in like 2009 2010 Um, he's returning for the 2023 contest as a co-host he'll be joining Amadeus for the five-night run no joint they'll be joined by special one-night guest hosts in the mix as well when we get to mid-February for San Remo. And yes, Benidorm Fest in Spain, uh, widely regarded as a success in the 2022 season, not just because of Chanel's final result getting onto the podium, but also in viewership in Spain within the music industry uh, and you know, the sort of tourist attraction and bringing the names uh, Benadron back up uh, with a little bit of promotion. So not only is it back, but as previously mentioned, it is getting bigger. We also have dates as well. There'll be an opening ceremony on Sunday, the 29th of January, and then the rest of that week is going to be taken up with the festival. Tuesday, the 31st of January, for the first semi final, Thursday, the 2nd of February, for the second semi final, and Saturday, the 4th of February, for the grand final. And if you think that sounds exactly like the dates you would have in a diary for an opening ceremony at Eurovision, the two semi finals and the grand final, Congratulations. Get yourself a glass microphone. The entry list rises from 14 up to 16 performers. Uh, Monica Naranjo is going to have a hosting role in there. Record producer Nacho Keno will be the head judge. And the jury will include, but is not limited to, Mel Fest, American Song Contest, Eurovision Canada, Eurovision Song Contest Latin America, and Drag Race hairstylist Swedish champion 1982, Krista Bjorkman, will be on that jury. Finally here for Switzerland, a song and performance submission window opens for Switzerland on August the 25th, closes on September the 10th. Once those songs are all in, there's going to be two juries. Uh, One of them will be 100 publicly chosen jury members who applied and were sifted through to get a cross-sectional sample and also be a 20-strong expert jury as well, combining to decide on the song for Switzerland. Well, the summer months continue in Eurovision world and the news is enough to fill a news podcast every two weeks rather than uh, bumper editions every seven days. So we'll be mixing in more podcasts with news and interviews uh, going in other weeks. Last week uh, and the previous podcast, if you want to just roll back the feed. And one we talked to Monty Moncree from the Second Cherry podcast about national finals, the huge wide range of music you can hear as a follower of the song contest, not just at Eurovision, but in all those national selections as well. Next week we're going to be talking to Greg Watts, uh, our record producer who's had numerous Eurovision song contest entries, helping at the BBC at one point. A huge, great, big love of Belgium, uh, the Beatles, uh, and thankfully, Duran Duran fan. So I was quite happy. That shot's going to come up on our channel over coffee next week, so keep uh, an ear out for that. Uh, Dates for your diary, Well, you You had the Benadron ones there uh, starting on the 29th of January. So you can pencil them in there as well. And of course, the September the first date when the new season properly kicks off and you can start releasing songs to the public and not have them disqualified from the contest in the following year to all the friends out there who we already know to all the friends who we are still to meet do stay safe uh, it's an interesting time in the world just now so do be kind to each other uh it's the one of the best things you can do and we'll catch you back here on the podcast in a week for coffee in two weeks for more news and everything that we have on the website and social media as well to right for now let's hit the guitars <laughs> This Fortnite's ESC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence seventeen the team at ESC Insights. Website www.esinsight.com Support us, patreon.com slash ESC